ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. It's my turn to play. Hand that controller over. Wait, I still have another guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today we're talking video games. Matt, what was the first time you remember hopping down in front of a, a video game system? Dude, so Adam Toro was my across-the-street neighbor. He was a couple years older, so I kind of like looked up to him anyway. And yeah. he got Nintendo... Like before I knew what Nintendo was and I went over there one day and it was like, what is this? Right. And he was better than me and it was his and, you know, so he was always player one. I was always Luigi because we played uh, Super Mario <laughs> Brothers. Loser. And I made that kid late to karate so many times. His mom, Mary, would be yelling at him be like, Adam, let's go. You got to get dressed. And be like, wait, wait. One, well, I got one more guy. One more second. Wait, wait, wait. And that game sucked because it was one. Well, it didn't suck, but you thought it. It was great at the time, but in retrospect, you had to wait till he died to play. You couldn't do anything. And like, you'd be, he was your friend, but you'd be like hoping that he died the whole time. Be like, oh, fall down that, fall down that, fall. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, the the thing you just mentioned is like, the game sucked, but we thought it was great. Like, that is so true for so much of what we were doing. Like, the early video games, especially on the NES, could just trick the shit out of you. Like, the early video games, you're like, don't care playing a game on my TV. Like you didn't give a shit, but like looking back, you're like, why did I think that that was entertainment? That was terrible. Well, that was just you're, torturous. Like but you're thinking that now with the hindsight of having like fucking 3d graphics and like yes. real time and like really nice cut scenes and shit like that now and sophistication. This was like when Nintendo had what two, four, five buttons and eight bits, right? Yeah. So for the time that was fucking phenomenal. You're like, wait a minute. I'm making this plumber jump on things? What? Oh, man. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw Nintendo, I went over, like you said, same like, wow, holy shit. Get that power up. Why is he eating mushrooms? I don't know. Why does he have to stomp on those other mushrooms? I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> playing the shit out of it, coming home and being like all amped the fuck up like so much show that my parents were concerned and forbade me from playing video games wait you said you said coming home where were you playing it i was playing at a neighbor's house brian williams i like that we were both too fucking cheap to play in our own houses oh yeah well and then i wasn't allowed to play nintendo but you know i still went over and played nintendo i mean are we kidding i mean he had a couple crazy cool games it started with mario obviously classic Mm -hmm. um duck hunt which People just found out that, I don't know if this is, if they just found out or if it, if it was a thing, but Seth Rogen was like, did you guys know you could control the bird with the other controller? Yeah, the second player? Now, yeah, I feel like I'd, I knew that was a thing, but you never let your friend do it because they were just assholes about well, it. See, I heard that, but it wasn't like a pinpointed thing. It was just like a shit show kind of deal, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you let your friend control that bird, you're never hitting shit. Right. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> He had a game that was called Double Dragon. Remember this thing? Where of course. And that was like the most violent thing I'd ever seen. You could pick up a pipe and beat the shit out of somebody? What? There was a lot of pipe beating. The games yeah. were a lot more... You know what it was? Because it was violence without being brutal. It was violence without being graphic. Like, you hit someone with a pipe, but it was someone who didn't even have a face, so uh, whatever. <laughs> he didn't have a face to begin with. Can't fuck yeah. his face up. <laughs> he 
he had a game called Base Wars. Oh, I loved Base Wars. It was right? robot baseball that you could fight while playing baseball, right? Yes. Now, let me see if you remember this correctly, because basically the game started and it was like, pick a team. I'm like, I don't care. Get to the robots. Get to the robots. Get to the robots. And it's like, <laughs> customize your team. And you're like, I don't care. Get to the robots. And so you mashed a bunch of buttons <laughs> until you were playing baseball. And these robots, you could charge up the cannon arm and fire a fucking baseball that you had to hit. And it was a pretty solid game, if I remember correctly. Well, because basically what, what he's saying is you could... There were different robots, and like the pitching robot had a gun for an arm, and that yeah. would just pitch out of that. And there were other robots that had bats and shit. I think you could have like different, like some robots had a what one wheel, like um that Robo Duck from uh, from Ducktales. What was his name? Gizmo Duck. Gizmo Duck. Gizmo Duck. Yeah. He had one wheel, like a unicycle wheel, under his uh, for for his feet. Some robots had that. Some robots could hover. Some robots had tank treads, and then you could you could run the bases like that and i remember you could fight there were certain opportunities where you could fight at a base to see who like whether you were out or safe if it was a close call <laughs> you had to beat the shit out of each other yeah it was awesome i remember and i there were very few sports games that i cared about but that was one because it was future robots that shot each other and fought <laughs> base wars man that was a good good ass game one of the robots had like a flying saucer butt that could yeah, like yeah, float. yeah 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 that was awesome. There was one that oh, was a man. tank tread. I like that one. The tank treads, yeah. I don't remember. I think you could bean. Like, if you were pitching, you could bean the guy. Make well, that walk. was another game that, like, uh, we had to have a rule. It's like, you could charge up the pitch, but once you let go, you had to put the controller down. because oh, you, could, you could control the pitch when you, you shot could it? control the pitch and make it do stupid shit, yeah. And that was always super annoying. Kind of cool, but also cheating. But then you realize, like, if your friend's mashing the button, just don't swing. Yeah. <laughs> he can walk me. That's a good one. Now, Amanda still has, like, in our house, we have an, an old school NES with, like, I bet you close to 30 games, although she does have numerous Ooh. doubles. Like, hmm. we have a couple doubles. I, I believe she has Base Wars. I should blow the dust off that cartridge. <laughs> I should actually blow in the cartridge first and then yeah. put it in, see if it still plays. Oh, my gosh. And that's so funny because everybody has their own, like, technique for how to make an old NES work that... <laughs> You know, you have to blow the dust. Out. Okay, to some of our younger listeners, <laughs> even when the games were new, if it didn't work, there was like a little dance you had about how to like restart it, <laughs> how you held down the restart button and let go, how you blew in the cartridge to make sure there wasn't dust in there, like a harmonica, like you just go and like blow it off and then put it back in and how you put it down right. Like, like it, it turned into a little insanity sort of juggle because you could do it just right, and then like it would work. These games were so finicky. Even when they were new, they were finicky. So one idea, Rumi, that I had, and I wrote you this friggin' last night, was to find the old boxes for these games yeah. and read the, the the hype on the back. Like, okay. read the summary of these, right? So, uh, Base Wars, it's actually called Cyber Stadium Series Base Wars. Whoa. And the pictures, I'm looking, the pictures in the back of the box obviously make you want to play because it's fucking cool the last picture shows a, a, a seemingly humanoid robot fighting the one with the ufo butt that you talked about and he's fucking clobbering him with a pipe it's awesome um and it's thomas numasara versus hunter normal <laughs> that's that's the two robots that are fighting here this says cyber stadium series base wars it's a beautiful day for a brawl game 
$23.4 billion a year for a .250 hitter. Baseball salaries in the 24th century have rocketed through the ozone. Now, this is like paragraphs long. Some of them have like four sentences. This one's a whole story. And, oh and this goodness. is a new sentence. And team owners are rebelling. They've replaced these greedy players with mighty robot robots programmed for punishment. The result is base wars, a bizarre cross between baseball and gladiatorial combat. Its heroes are an awesome array of mutant machines, which doesn't make sense, but let's let's move on. Metallic he monsters resembling men, half ton tanks, and unidentified fielding objects. <laughs> did, wait, did they say mutant monsters? There's no flesh in this game. No, they said mutant machines. But but I agree. I agree. Okay, okay, continue. <laughs> but but forget about good sportsmanship in the cyber league because in base wars, winning isn't everything; it's the only thing. And these mega horsepower sultans of SWAT are armed to the circuits with enough laser swords, fire guns, and ammunition to spark interplanetary war. Now, I admitted that I like this game, but this is overselling it a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, you think? Oh, man. Can you imagine the money ball that goes behind this shit? Yeah, right? <laughs> Choose and name the teams, set the robot rosters, and start swinging the lumber, comma, Jack. Knock heads with another player or test your medal against the Nintendo Entertainment System. Play single games or set up a league pennant race with up to 10 games. Use the money you earn for victories to make repairs and stock up on every unfair advantage known to mechanical man, including... Wait, that's period. Now this is a new sentence. And you'll, we're going to see this a lot. Terrible fucking grammar and writing. <laughs> new sentence. Including hyper engines, ultra shoulders, iron gloves, and more. Period. And show no mercy. Period. Because if you aren't as tough as steel, you'll never make it to the World Domination Series. So wait, they're selling you like cheating, like like dope, doping assistants, like gloves to beat the <laughs> shit out of people? Like, yeah, I guess essentially that's his robot doping. That was part of the game? Yep. That's hysterical. Awesome. This is a fun-ass game. I like this game a lot. I knew a game that was supposed to be awesome, and it wasn't. I think we're going to talk about quite a few of those. Do you remember the NES, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game? Oh, yeah. That one is on my list for sure, because we <sighs> all had the greatest little boners for that, because we were so excited because it was such a hot property, and then it came out, and the game is Sucked. terrible. Sucked. And, oh, my God. Okay. In some levels, you're in a sewer... And you can't make the jump across this little like brick area because mm -hmm. all these games are platformers, right? Jump from this place to that place, whatever. But you can't fall in the water. I'm a fucking turtle. <laughs> and then two levels later, if you do manage to get to the end, you're underwater and you're like, wait, 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 wait. There's an entire level underwater when I couldn't fall in the water in this other level game. What the fuck are you doing to me? The turtles, like, the, it was a temperature thing. They didn't want to jump into the cold water because it was too cold. But if they Ugh. slowly dipped in, it was fine. Oh, my God. It's this unbelievable. This was fun because you could pick one of the four turtles, and each had his own weapon, and there were advantages and disadvantages to it. But there were some mm. spots where you literally couldn't get by unless you had a specific turtle. But there was no way to know that, and there's no way to switch as it happened. So you would just have to fucking do it. And it was one of those... One of those games that, like, when you play it, it was boring and super hard. 
and it didn't need to be. And they rectified it in the next one when they did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, which yeah. was set up like the arcade scroller, which, which was, was much good. more fun. Oh, yeah. And like, I think I had played the arcade game at like Chuck E. Cheese or Showbiz Pizza. Sorry, let's get our time time <laughs> timetables right here. Um, Showbiz Pizza had the Ninja Turtles arcade game and that game was awesome. And then like, you're like, oh man, Ninja Turtles at home. Great. And then you're just like, this doesn't seem to be Ninja Turtles or anything that I like. This is terrible. I well, have the box. You want me to read it? Oh Yeah, I was just going to say, I ha- I'm looking at it as well. Yeah, do it. All right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, fresh from the classic comic, comes Heroes in a Half Shell. Carnivorous robots chow down in Chinatown while brutal ninjutsu warriors, blood descendants of the Deadly Foot Clan, bust up bystanders from the Bronx Broadway. Holy shit. Whoever's writing these has like such great alliteration. It was Dr. Seuss. oh my god police SWAT teams can't stop them but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles can because powered by slices of pizza they're always ready to rumble with nunchakus katana blades and a party bus loaded with anti-foot clan missiles now some of these are capitalized and some of these are not it's like nunchakus doesn't get uh, capitalization but (laughs) katana blades is double capitalized (laughs) the next (laughs) sentence is my favorite one so team up with the turtles, Raphael, Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello, and then switch on the tortoise radar. What? This is all switch, one sentence with commas. Switch it, on the tortoise radar, following your map and sixth sense past savage traps and secret sewage passages until you knock heads with the nasty ninjutsus and either splatter them senseless or get yourself turned into turtle soup. It says, so team up with the Ninja Turtles, comma, Raphael, comma, Leonardo, comma, Michelangelo and Donatello, which makes it sound like you're teaming up with the Turtles and all four of those individual Turtles. Then it says, comma, <laughs> then switch on the Tortoise Radar, comma, following your map and Sixth Sense past Savage Traps and Secret Sewers Passages, period. New, new paragraph, the way it's written, until you knock heads with the nasty ninjutsus. And then at the bottom it says... Look for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures by Playmates Toys. There's only one of them. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, this is going to be like a fun fighting game, not like a weird jumping around game that doesn't really look like Ninja Turtles. They look like Predators. And yeah, the box why, is like, yep. Why is the part about knocking head with nasty ninjutsu is a whole separate paragraph that doesn't seem to have a subject? I think a lot of these were from a different country and then they like translated them like as fast as they could real quick. Yeah. Yes. All of these come from Japan. All of these early, early Nintendo. It was all Japanese like imports. And I almost guarantee you most of these games were probably a different game in a different country. Like I bet if you go and play just Japanese Nintendo games, you will find one that's like, wait, I'm just playing the Ninja Turtles game, but they put like a paper boy head on this guy. What is going on right now? (laughs) And there's a lot of them. Like I didn't, I didn't, set it up i didn't research it too hard for the review because it's not a game that i played as a kid the nightmare on elm street game is terrible and when you play it it's all these like cartoony skeletons and shit that you're fighting and once in a while there's something that kind of looks like freddy but for the most part it there's nothing in it that really looks much like freddy when you start playing it it's like a side scroller and you're just some random looking meathead guy and yeah. you're just like running around and you're fighting like snakes, spiders, you know, skeletons. It's like you're in a haunted house. But do you remember what you're supposed to be doing? I like the plot of this game. I actually thought it was a yes, fun the idea. idea. You're finding Freddy's bones, right? And you have to throw them into the incinerator. The furnace, yeah, right. 
which is funny. Like, and it's funny because like his bones are already around because he's been killed. Why are we fucking with his bones? Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, really kill him. So, and, and the bones are literally, they look like little dog bones that you find all over the fucking map. And it's like, I don't know how you're going to put a skeleton. I mean, I haven't found a femur. I'm, I'm like, right. I haven't seen any ribs. <laughs> I haven't seen a jaw Not bone. a single vertebrae. These are all like a, a dog bone. Megan strips. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the, you, the, you're, you're running around, you're fighting skeletons and bats and all these stupid things. And once in a while, like a weird spider thing that has a body that looks like Freddy but it doesn't seem like a Nightmare on Elm Street game but it does have one cool thing in it where there's like regular time and dream time yeah so like every once in a while you have a sleep meter every once in a while your sleep meter goes down and when your sleep meter goes down the music goes like and everything like squiggles and then you're in the same spot but everything is slightly different and it's, it's like it's blue, like, yeah. It's like sleepy time. It's like you're dreaming now. And yeah. I think you can have like super jumps and you can do something else. You could find super jumps if you found Dream Warrior powers, which I like that they brought like multiple movies oh, into right. this that's movie. Right, that's right. So it was like the Dream Warrior powers let you like do different things, like shoot up, which apparently you couldn't do when you it's just like when you seriously. say shoot up, you mean just the like direction needle up. in the arm? No, no, just just shoot the direction. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you could, you could do some roids. You, yeah, you, you could throw your whatever your weapon was. Your your blocky weapon could go up now, as opposed to just in front of you. Got, okay, gotcha. I did like that they could you could be different um, dream warrior powers, right? Yeah, and, and that was kind of cool. But it was you're still getting to play a Freddy game. Like there was a claw, a giant claw that would jump after you. That was kind of fun. But it overall, just, you're, you're, it was such a, a cash grab. Like oh, horrendous. For sure. Horrendous sure. cash grab, and it was it was pretty bad. But I got to say, even worse, or one that I played numerous times was Friday the Thirteenth. Oh God, and the that Jason one game. is just—I mean, it's first of all that's by a company called LJN, which is <laughs> notorious for making bad games, and specifically bad games based on good movies. The yeah. the that game, and we talked to the, about this a little bit on our episodes back when we were hosting the Famous Monsters. We Yeah, we did our own little episode about the two Friday the 13th games on our show, and we did all the Friday the 13th movies on Famous Monsters of Filmland podcast. So you should check that out. I'm not going to cover too much of the same um, ground, but you should, you should if you haven't listened to that episode, you should definitely go listen to that episode. But this game is just fucking terrible. Just terrible. like Nightmare on Elm Street, it is a side-scroller where you're a camp counselor, and of course, just like in the movies, you're throwing rocks at zombies, right? <laughs> <laughs> and wolves and bats and shit, crows. And uh, there's this weird map that does not correlate to how you're moving. Like you can't, like you look at the map and like, oh, I got to go left. I got it. And then you go back to the real world. And you're like, wait, I can go backwards? What is that? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And you're walking and then you'll hear, and that means Jason is about to kill one of the counselors and you got to run, run, run and try to get get into the right cabin. But it's so hard to navigate. It's so hard to negotiate. Sometimes it turns into night, but it doesn't really it, it gets darker and it gets darker and then night happens and then different creatures come out. It was ridiculous. And it had this weird feature where it, it was trying to do like a first person thing when you went inside the cabins. Right. It's like. Here is a bunch of lines on a wall that we're assuming are like boards in a cabin. And then you like hit a button. And it's like, I guess I've turned to my left because now there's like a couple blocks that represent a window. So maybe this is my left to my left. And then you turn again and it's like 
giant Mike Tyson punch-out size Jason on the screen ready to knock your fucking block off. And you're like, oh, yes, I'm dead. And it was like, a again, it's kind of like a cool idea, but it was not executed correctly. Oh, it was executed piss poorly, and it was like... <laughs> almost impossible like it was just such a pain in the ass for little kids to play i like the music the music when you're walking around goes and i did this on the last episode but i i love the music we'll get into some good music because i think the early nintendo i mean what you only had eight bits to play with but later on man you started getting some fun little nintendo uh sega i think is where music really took off for me but we'll talk about that in a little oh, bit. Yeah, we'll get to Sega. But before we leave, uh, Friday the 13th, can I read you the back of this box? Do it. I've read this numerous times now. And aside from being stupidly written, it, I can't help reading it in a like apathetic voice. So I have like <laughs> it makes more sense to do it that way than to try to read it cool. Like Turtles, you could read it cool and at least get the excitement. Yeah. This goes like this. It all takes place out at Crystal Lake. That pleasant little camp where happy children of all ages go to spend a fun-filled summer. But this summer will be different. The fun will have to wait. Jason has decided... <laughs> <laughs> it's telling you. Right, hey guys. Uh, the fun, the fun is going to have to wait on this game. Yeah, this game is not going to be that great. <laughs> Jason has decided to come to camp and terror is the only game they'll be playing. <clears throat> and then new paragraph. Only you can stop this terror. You and your six camp counselors. What? It says only you can stop this terror. You, you and alone. Your, you yeah, and six people. You and your six camp counselors can prevent Jason from running wild. <laughs> it's not an easy task. You must first fight your way through forests filled with man-eating wolves, caves covered with blood-sucking bats, and hordes of mindless zombies at every turn. Just like in the movie. If a friend is in danger, it is up to you to help. Or else you can just kiss them goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Jason doesn't play favorites. He'll take anyone. Don't think that hiding in a cabin or staying adrift in a canoe will keep you safe. The only way to survive this summer is to challenge Jason face-to-face and destroy him. New paragraph. Don't worry that it hasn't been done before. There always is a first time. In parentheses, well, not always. It just seems like, doesn't it sound apathetic? Like throw a fucking exclamation point. Like what did it cost more to put an exclamation point? (laughs) Only you can stop this terror, period. This is how you read that. Only you can stop this terror. If there was an exclamation point, only you can stop this terror. Throw a goddamn underline in there. Oh my God. I love that it was like, you could save your friends. Or just kiss or them else goodbye. just kiss them goodbye. Put yeah. an exclamation point or a capital letter. If a friend is in danger, it is up to you to help. Dot dot dot. Or else you can just kiss them goodbye. Jason doesn't play favorites. <laughs> Jason doesn't play favorites. He'll take anyone. <laughs> Dude, these the back of the boxes. This is incredible, and I'm so glad that you found out that these are so terrible, because I was like, <laughs> I had no clue that if you go back and read these, that they're just piss poor, the grammatic, thing, just they're grammatic, the, gra- the grammatical mistakes and spelling mistakes and stuff are ridiculous, but the one yeah. thing I remember about this box in particular, do you remember what the front of this box looked like? The Friday the 13th? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Jason oh, from it's, one of the later from movies. part seven. Right. Yeah. And he's holding an axe up in the air, but behind him is this psychedelic, tie, almost tie-dye looking, it's every fucking color. Yellow, green, I'm looking at it now, pink, white, 
blue, red, orange, purple, it, and it's coming through him almost. It looks like this trippy, almost like Microsoft Word computer malfunction. And it's like, I mean, I guess I rented the game numerous times. I was stupid enough to just see the colors and be like, ooh, colors. But like, what does that have to do with Jason? Jason doesn't care. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. Let's get that going right now. That's fucking amazing. This is also the Jason that is uh, in a bright purple jumpsuit with a teal colored mask. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he's just stupid looking. This game. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, looking at it, he. why did he have to be all purple? Like, there are other colors in this game. Like, <laughs> right. It's so weird. I would just have to think it was because of boop, 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 boop. I want to bring up a game that I rented purely on the box. And here's the thing. I didn't have a Nintendo. So oh. I would rent games and just go to my friend's house and be like, rented this game. You're going to play it now. Wait, you like, rented <laughs> games and brought them to a friend's house? Yes. Yes. That's either awesome or dick. I can't figure out if you're a baller or dick. Well, here's the thing. At that time, would you say no if a friend brought over a, a game and be like, hey, here's a new game. Let's try it. No, and you like, have fucking good taste. So like if you came over my house with something, it would probably be something worth playing. Oh, except not in the case of old classic NES games. I Again, this was like back in the era when there were video stores and mm -hmm. they had a little section for video games. And as a kid, you remember, you would rent a video not based on what you knew about it, but on the cover. You're like, sure. wow, look at that cover. That looks amazing. I want to rent that. I want to watch that. And with movies, sometimes it's a mixed bag. Sometimes you're disappointed. Sometimes it's amazing. You've rented something so fucking cool. Video games, especially in the early era, the box art was never indicative of what you were getting, ever, <laughs> ever, even on Mario, which was a classic, which is an amazing classic game. It's as basic as you can get, but it was still entertaining to play. On the cover, it's a, a plumber fighting a flying turtle. It, the game barely represents that. Yeah, I guess he's a plumber, but like, so there was a game that the cover was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and it was a guy with a half green face. I remember this and one. I Halloweened as this face. Like, I love doing <laughs> Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I thought the cover of this game was so cool looking, but... Is the game Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Yes, it's the game Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and the cover is, it's a guy with a top hat, and he's got, like, he's snarling, and half his face is, like, green and monstrous, and looking at it now, it's, like, liquid latex and, like hot glue on his face it looks terrible um and again has like digital purple camo in the background and wild like 90s like late 80s early 90s like wah 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 lines going on and it's like <laughs> battle demons with hide psycho wave okay dual world challenge jekyll's london and hides world of demons Ooh, this game <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh my god okay i'll read the back real quick so here we go the classic tale of horror comes to vivid life in this fast moving video game exclamation point fast moving Ooh. all right that's a loose loose lie right there dr jekyll succeeds in separating a man's personality into good and evil good and evil and super bold red that's how you ride a box friday the 13th take note take notes <laughs> but he experiments on himself exclamation point they're really excited every sentence Take it so easy, far Jekyll and Hyde. every sentence so far has been an exclamation point now without warning the kind dr jekyll transforms into the monstrous mr hyde uh not without warning only when you die Ugh. 
Follow Dr. Jekyll as he fights off enemies in hazardous 19th century London, only to be suddenly plunged into Mr. Hyde's world of demons. Here, Mr. Hyde must battle attacking monsters and ghouls with his secret weapon, the deadly psycho wave, all in giant bold red. <laughs> Exclamation point. But the excitement doesn't end there. As you do battle in each of the two worlds of this game, the worlds themselves are struggling with each other for control. Which will triumph? Good or evil? Uh, finally, we have a question mark. Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde? So this game, you're Dr. Jekyll trying to go to a wedding. Right, right, as you would. And everything's trying to kill you. Spiders, dudes, like, I don't even know what the dudes are. Just people are like, fuck you, bam, I'm going to throw a bomb at you. Spiders, dudes, birds that crap on you, I kid you not. Like, just everything try is trying to fuck up Dr. Jekyll on his way to a wedding. Boring-ass game. But here is the point of this game. You're trying to keep this game as boring as possible. Because that's how you win. <laughs> And the whole time, it's like, I want to turn into Mr. Hyde. That seems way more fun. Well, when you die, you turn into Mr. Hyde, but you start at the end of the level and have to fight your way backwards. That's a cool idea. Eh, is it, though? <laughs> well, I because mean, it's, it's like, different. It's like, here's just all the shit that I'm going to have to get through once I get back to my body, and then I can resurrect into Dr. Jekyll and be back to the boring part of the game. <laughs> so you're fighting your way through the cool part of the game just to get back to the boring part kind of like life <laughs> <laughs> that I, I gotta give it to that box though because that box yeah man, like i want to look that game up now i might try to find a simulator i'm not you i don't know we never really talked about this much i was never a huge video game still not a huge video game i could take them or leave them almost across the board but that sounds fucking fun even yeah. though you told me it was stupid, it sounds like it was fun. I mean, it's one of those games I think you have to play just to like believe that how dumb that they made games back then. I like it. And I like, you know, it It seems like we're, we're I mean, I guess that's your own interest, but there's a lot of horror-themed games that we were excited to play. There was one game I was excited not only to play, but I owned. And when I opened it for Christmas and I saw that giant great white shark face jumping up at the title... Jaws. This time, there's no escape. Made by the same company that fucked up Friday the 13th. <laughs> but you didn't know that at the time. No, I was like, that movie's great. I was, Actually, at that time, I was like, all four movies are great. <laughs> I didn't know what was stupid meant. I was ready to rock. And then, I don't think I've ever read the back of this, but had I bothered to flip it over before discarding the cardboard box and jamming it in my NES, I would have read Jaws. This can't be. There has never been a great white in these warm tropical waters before. Period. Never in capital letters with an exclamation point. This is more than coincidence. Dot, dot, dot. This shark appears to be possessed. Dot, dot, dot. As if it's hunting you down. Dot, dot, dot. Like it's personal. You'd better prepare yourself and strike back before it's too late. Will you use the mini sub, seaplane, sailboat, or just scuba gear? Spoiler alert, you never have a choice, and those shits are really stupid and hard to get. <laughs> it doesn't say that. That was editorialized. Right. Perhaps it won't even matter. Remember, this is some kind of unbelievably powerful man-eating machine you're dealing with. <laughs> the game is talking you out of playing it. <laughs> Last paragraph. Quick, grab your weapons, pack your explosives, and check your maps. It's out there. You know it. And it's coming for you. This is serious. 
<laughs> this is serious. It you doesn't like you're kid. losing interest in the game. It's like, all right, all right, no, for real, man. This is serious. This is the <laughs> ultimate Jaws challenge because this time it's not over until one of you is left alive, which is really how it was at the end of every movie as well, if you if you think about it. But Oh, my God. Um, have you played this game? No, I didn't even know there was a Jaws game. What? Oh, for Nintendo, dude, it was abysmally terrible. You start, it's it's a map game. If You ever play Ghostbusters? Yes. Oh, We're yes. going to get to that. It's like that where you start on a boring ass map and you're in a boat and you start to, you start to like bob along, you drive the boat along and all of a sudden says, you've hit something. And then it cuts to a side scroller, but it's like a side scroller, but it's one screen and you're in a boat and all of a sudden the boat goes whoosh, and you turn into a scuba diver. Now there's little manta rays and um, jellyfish that come up and try to kill and you have a spear gun, so you got to shoot them. Every once in a while, you get a conch shell. When you get a conch shell, you're supposed to collect it. And then there's power-ups and stuff. The conch shell, and this is not explained anywhere, and this is not how kids' minds work, but eventually the conch shells are money. Like, they're worth money. And when you collect enough, when you eventually go back and, like, park your boat in a port, you get power-up. And when you get power-up, then you can fight Jaws later. But none of this is explained in the game. So... You just are sailing around on the map. It says, oh, you've hit something. Then you got to shoot a bunch of shit. Once in a while, there's a baby shark that will swim by and you get all excited. Every once in a while, when you're in the map screen, a big fin will hit you and it'll say, you've hit Jaws. And then you have to fight Jaws and it's impossible. You shoot him and he just slows down. It's impossible to kill him. His power goes down little by little and then replenishes the next time you see him. So it doesn't matter. Oh my God. And it's a time thing. After a little while, you go back to the boat screen. Um, but what you have to be doing is getting all those conch shells doing other shit, then docking <laughs> your boat. Then you get, when you dock the boat, it's not like a, a screen. You just automatically get a power up. Then eventually you have enough money, uh, you have enough power that when you fight Jaws on one of those screens after you run your fucking boat into him, you take his power down. If you take his power down in enough time, then it goes to the screen from Jaws 4 where you try to stab him with the front of the boat and you have to shoot a strobe light. He pops up and does like a little ballerina dance and you got to stab him with the boat, which I never saw in person. I've seen this on reviews and stuff. I never actually got to that Wait, because... they got all the way to Jaws the Revenge in the game? Uh, yeah, they skipped Jaws 3, they skipped Jaws 2, they skipped Jaws 1. <laughs> it's essentially just Jaws the Revenge. Oh my um, god. The mini-sub literally will just appear sometimes, like in this one little alcove, but the problem is you keep fucking hitting things every time you try to, to, to sail somewhere. And the sail, the, the seaplane that they mentioned is once in a while, randomly, there's a bonus round where you're in a plane just flying back and forth over the screen, dropping bombs on jellyfish. And the more jellyfish you get, the, I don't know, the more points you get. Stupid. Just like in the movie. Now, do you know a place where Jaws the video game makes a little cameo appearance? Where it makes an appearance? Yeah, you see the game in a movie. No, what? Back to the Future Part 2. Really? When Marty is looking for something to buy and he sees the almanac... In that same window is Jaws the video game. The Back to the Future 2 had a boner for Jaws because there's Jaws all over that, right? They had Jaws oh, yeah. 3D or Jaws 4D or whatever. Yeah, the, and then the big shark comes popping out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to play the NES game for that movie. <laughs> yeah, this is this is abysmal. And it's like terrible. It, it is so not what Jaws is about. And as a kid, I was like, uh, I mean, I played the shit out of it, but I don't, I never got past, you know, 
just sailing back and forth and fucking shooting manta rays and baby sharks. Stupid. Now, can I talk about a game, kind of a ripoff, but a game that's pretty fun, not necessarily bad, but um, I don't know. I think it does kind of illustrate the roots of an opioid epidemic in America. <laughs> okay. The prescription is fun. Dr. Mario. <laughs> that is Amanda's favorite game, and she's like, Rain Man good at it. And I'm like, first of all, that's the kind of game for me that was always super boring. I was never down for because it's like, first of all, I'd rather kill in a game. But like, it's also Tetris. You fuckers know it's Tetris, right? Yeah, it's just I've Tetris. Played Tetris. Yeah, I played Tetris, and you know what? Tetris has shapes. You know what this game has? Pills. <laughs> <laughs> Made you feel better, though. <laughs> Did you like this game? Um, I mean, it was fun because I had Tetris on my Game Boy and I had Dr. Mario, like I played Dr. Mario At on your friend's my, house. Uh, another friend's house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but here's the box. Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario, the prescription is fun. It's Dr. Mario for an intense new challenge. Mario throws multicolored vitamin capsules into a bottle that contains an ugly variety of nasty viruses. First of all, vitamins do not fight viruses. <laughs> you can move, comma, shift or spin a capsule as they fall period. Arrange them to align with other capsules on top of the virus. If you get four or more of the same color in a row, poof, they disappear. Destroy all the viruses in the bottle and you progress to the next round where things get even more difficult. Play alone or enjoy simultaneous two-player action. Dr. Mario with germs that are fun to catch. <laughs> <laughs> all the exclamation points in the world couldn't make that interesting. Read the part where it says you can move, shift, or spin them or something. You can move, shift, or spin a capsule as they fall. They were like, you can That's move it. or spin a capsule. And they were like, no, we need a third verb in there. And they were like, well, move. I mean, what shift? But isn't that just a type of moving? They're like, yeah, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like they should have said you could move side to side or spin a capsule. But they were like, no, we need it to sound like there's more shit to do here. Spin, move, spin, move. Well, Here's the thing. They made sure to tell you that they're not like drugs. They're vitamins. But right. like vitamins don't fight viruses. Like you need antibiotics, man. Like this is that type of doctor who you're like, oh, my God, my, my guts are falling apart. I think I have leprosy. And he's like, I think you just need some uh, some more sun. You got to get out there, buddy. And it's like, <laughs> hi, he's doing everybody. All the <laughs> hi, Dr. Nick. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's like the worst kind of doctor who's like prescribing stuff when it's <laughs> obvious you're well past the holistic like Dude. phase. Uh, like I'm not saying anything about anybody who changes their careers, but he used to be a plumber. <laughs> you know? Did you ever play the he, game that came out between Super Mario and Dr. Mario where he gets his doctorate? <laughs> where he goes Mario? back to college. Yeah, he tries to get yeah. his fucking... It's like, I, I, I always got stuck on that level where you were doing your residency and just couldn't get past <laughs> yeah, it. <I> know. <laughs> That's where I dropped it's out. It's awkward because you're like a fucking plumber in his 40s and you go back to college and there's all these like young kids around you feel out of place it's really it's, <laughs> it's weird <laughs> and the, they're always like here's the plumber who thinks he's gonna become a doctor yeah pre-med mario wasn't the most fun <laughs> yeah. luigi keeps calling him being like you left the family business mario <laughs> <laughs> and for what for what <laughs> viruses in bottles <laughs> what do you think it's you an do? Untapped the market <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of doctors are fight of viruses in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Yes. Mario seems like one of those doctors you could also be like, my elbow hurts, Dr. Mario, and be like, have some Vicodin. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, I, sorry, I don't usually treat 
uh, maladies in the human body. I'm more of an inside of a pill bottle doctor. <laughs> I, do you have any? Do you have any sick bottles? I could cure them. <laughs> Don't believe me? Move, move, shift, spin, spin. <laughs> He's looking, and it's like all the viruses were like red, blue, yellow, and you're like, uh, I got a purple virus. He's like. Fuck! I gotta refer you. <laughs> you gotta wait for Sega or something. We don't have enough. We don't have enough colors and graphics to show that shit. You're like, I think I broke my tibia. He's like, uh, that is not shaped like a bottle. I'm unfamiliar with that body part. <laughs> I think there's a board game you need to go check out. <laughs> I didn't know we'd get so much immaterial no, Doctor But it is really funny when you think about a guy Who used to literally unclog shit clogs for a living And now he's got a PhD <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think there's a moment when he's like Wrist deep in some sort of appendectomy And he goes God I wish I was unclogging a toilet right now <laughs> My last job was way shittier. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Dr. Mario, this, this is surgery. Paging Dr. Mario. Paging Dr. Mario. All right, Mr. Mar... Uh, Mr. I mean, is that his first name or his last name? We don't know what his He's last name is. He's just got like a Madonna name. It's just one name. Just Mario, man. All right, Dr. Mario, thanks for coming down to St. Vincent's Hospital for this interview. Uh, tell us about your past experience. Well, at first, I used to unclog the toilets. Then I used to jump on the on the Koombas. What are they called? Koopas. I used to jump on a Koopa. I just found out Mario's last name is Mario Mario. His last name is Mario Mario? Yep. Or and his Lu full name is Mario Mario? His full name is Mario Mario. Luigi's name is Luigi Mario. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine if your last name was your brother's last name? Like if your name was Aaron Kevin? <laughs> like what an insult to the second kid, right? <laughs> but also, your parents are so fucking lazy. They're like, excuse me, Mr. Mario, what would you like to name your son? And he's like... Shit. Oh, my first choice is already my last name. Fuck. How about... Fuck it. Mario Mario. And they're like, done. And then he had a second kid. And they were like, what do you call this one? And he was like, Mario Mario Mario. And they're like, no, 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 no. no, no. We no, let no, you no. get away with that once before. <laughs> Your mama, she making me promise I not name all of you kids a Mario. What is his dad's name? And then George Foreman's like, George Foreman's like, hold my beer. <laughs> but yeah, so Nintendo games, you know. <laughs> oh man, well, can we can we move on to a, a new uh, a new video game here? Let's do it. Is it going to be as funny as? Dr. Well, we mentioned now. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters, fuck what that game. a piece of shit. Oh, fuck that game. I remember getting this. I was so excited. I mean, oh, yeah. You were like me. We grew up huge Ghostbusters kids, right? Huge. I remember getting this, wearing at my birthday party. I remember the cool ass glow in the dark Ghostbusters shirt that I had on. I had a bitchin' light stonewashed jean jacket on that had a 
plastic bag stuffed in the pocket because I was puking my brains out the night before and I was worried I was going to puke in my <laughs> party. Uh, okay. I love this backstory. I did not, because I, I remember my, I was like, I don't want to cancel the party. And my parents were cool enough to be like, no, that's cool. Just throw up everywhere if you need to. They're like, you should bring this bag though. I didn't need it because it was, because I'm a fucking man. <laughs> they let but, you go to a pu- party all pukey? Yeah, I puked the night before and I pu- think I puked my brains out. It was probably a matter of like content. Oh. They were like, there's no way he's got anything left. You were fine at that point. Uh, I felt like shit, but I wanted to show everyone this fucking glow in the dark <laughs> Ghostbusters shirt that I had on. <laughs> but anyway, this game sucks. It came in a black box with the Ghostbuster logo on the back. There was a pic- a couple cool pic, you know, theoretically out of context cool pictures of the game, and it says contents of this box. Paranormal activity. Ghostbusters headquarters. One marshmallow man. Ghost catching gear. One hit song. Slime. Laser stream throwers. Remember the laser stream throwers from the movie? Remember they were throwing all the laser streams? I think they were called proton packs. You remember that? Well, how about this no. one? One ectomobile. One street map. Yeah, get used to that. <laughs> oh my God. One temple of Zul and a zillion ghosts. And all of those are separate sentences with periods. I get what they were going for. They were trying to like make it like a content list. But that was boring as fuck. And you got the names all wrong. They might have been like ghost catching thingamajigger. (laughs) (laughs) Ecto movie thingy. Oh yeah, the paranormal handcuffs. I remember those. Ecto one. Come on. How hard how how hard is it to look it up? You knew part of the name. They said one one marshmallow man, and that was capitalized like it was a, a, a proper noun, so that's correct, I guess. One Temple of Zul, and technically Zul was not the the main bad guy in the movie, so that's kind of a misnomer, but I'll give it to you because you're a box and you're stupid and we're kids and we're stupid, so we're okay with that. You yeah. played this game, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Oh, wait, before we move off the back of the box, the one thing that it did have, is says one hit song. That song plays on repeat the whole time only one song no here's the thing i didn't play this game i saw somebody else play this game and it looked so stupid i didn't want to play it's it. it's terrible you open first of all you open up and i've seen videos that have explained this and i i, I don't want to rehash material that you guys have probably seen but it opens when you hit start a voice that sounds nothing like human goes ghostbusters and it sounds it sounds terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> you start as the Ghostbuster logo with, you know, the no ghost symbol on a map. And you have to kind of like float around. And while you're doing that, all these ghosts are going to the Zool building. You can't stop them. You can't do anything about it. There's a GBHQ, which you're supposed to know is Ghostbusters headquarters. There's a store. There's a gas station. And you're just drive. You're just flying around as this little fucking thing. This little ghost thing. Then when you, you, what you have to do, and this is not explained, you have to find a building. When you touch it, it flashes red. That means there's ghosts in it. You got to click on that. Then even though you're on the map, it cuts to a scene where you're driving an Ecto-1 through a crazy street with crazy drivers trying to crash into you and ghosts. And you also can run out of gas on that screen. So you have to make sure you have gas, but you to need gas, you need money. When you get to the ghost building... Two army men that look nothing, literally nothing like Ghostbusters come out with proton packs that are shooting straight, or sorry, not proton packs, laser stream throwers. And you're shooting 
diamonds in the air. That catches the ghosts. But you can't do shit unless you've bought proton packs, bought traps, and bought gas and bait for the ghosts and stuff. But so, the game won't tell you this. You have to just fuck around. Yeah. Right. And it's it's kind of on you as the player because you got to remember in the movie when all the Ghostbusters went to catch a ghost, then couldn't because they didn't have any material, then had to go to the <laughs> store, you know, the store that provides ghostbusting Ghost material. Buster, yeah, laser thrower packs. God damn it. It's terrible. It's offensive. And all the ghosts look like Halloween like cutouts that you'd get at like school. You catch the ghosts, you get money. At some point, you can go to the Zool building. When you go to the Zool building, you have to walk. There's First of all, there's three of you, and it's only white guys, so sorry, Winston. And not three Ghostbusters, three army guys. None of you have proton packs fired up. You're just walking in a line. You have to continuously press one of the buttons. I think it's A, to go up the stairs... Up and up and up and up and up. So you're just tapping the button. Tap, 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 tap. And there's a bunch of ghosts. And a bunch of ghosts, if they touch you enough times, you die. But you can't run from them. You can go back and like backwards and forwards, but they're too fast to like really evade. And, and I've made it to this part in the game, but I've never been able to do it. I've watched reviews. You're supposed to buy ghost food. And you put ghost food on the floor. And all of the ghosts in the screen go to that. Then you can walk by them and go up the stairs. But as you scroll up, the ghosts do too. And as soon as they scroll high enough and can't see the food anymore, they come after you again. So you're fucked no matter what. Now, I watched a guy, like a, a video of a guy who entered a cheat code and then did it. There were 22 floors of that. So how you're supposed to get through that, you can't shoot the ghost. You can't do anything. It's nothing. There's nothing about ghost. Like, it's not Ghostbusters. Did you know that this was a port from an Atari game? Like, it wasn't even like they made a new game for Nintendo. They took the original, like, shitty, like, joystick Atari version of this game and then just put it into Nintendo. So I it bet. wasn't even, they were just double dipping on more bullshit. It is terrible. 22 floors. When you get to the top, you have to fight Gozer and two of the dogs, I think. And then. Stay Pup Marshmallow Man is walking up. It, it like it, None of it's explained and none of it makes any sense. It's just like a boring, stupid, hard game that kids will have no interest in that has things that kind of look like Ghostbusters, but only a little bit. And, and you just nailed it because, okay, I was the biggest Ghostbuster cartoon fan as a kid. I sure. hadn't even seen the movie yet. I was a massive Ghostbuster fan. I had all the toys. I was obsessed with it. My friend had the game on his Atari or whatever. And it was like, I'm so pumped. And just watching him play it was just like, no, I'm good. Like, defeated (laughs) the biggest fan. Defeated me already before I even touched him. Just like, nah, no way. Not even, I don't even need to touch it. Well, just walk away. I had it and I played it multiple times. I think I even played it with Game Genie. Remember Game Genie? Oh, yeah. Game Genie would help you cheat. I don't remember ever finishing it with Game Genie because it was so boring. And that's a shame because. Have you heard or read what happens if you beat the game? No, what happens? If you beat this shitstorm of a game, a blank screen comes a black screen comes up with white text and it says and I quote, "Congratulation." C O N G L A T U R A T I O N with three exclamation points. Congratulation. You have completed a great game and great to spell G R A T E. Period. New sentence, new paragraph. 
and proved, with two O's, proved the justice of our culture, period. Now go and rest our heroes with no punctuation in the middle. It should say, now go, comma, and rest our heroes. It says, now go and rest our heroes. Like, it's your job to go make sure those heroes rest. <laughs> yeah, like, go go put go them down for the, bed. Yeah, put them down for a nap. Go put those fuckers down <laughs> for bed. Put those white soldiers who are not Ghostbusters down for a nap. Congratula- yeah. Congraturation. Oh, my God. I died when I saw that. You've completed a great game. Way to pat yourself on the back, assholes. And you spelled and- it wrong. Like, maybe they weren't cl- pl- planning... Maybe Planet Wood and I, the guy who wrote this. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Maybe they weren't patting themselves on the back. Maybe they were saying, like, the game is terrible. It belongs in a sewer, a sewer grate, because that's how it's spelled. I don't know. And prove the justice of our culture. Yeah. That is oh, such yeah. a monumentous thing right there. Also, like, no. Like, there's a million games where saying... You prove the justice of our culture might apply more. Like, I'm going to talk about Robocop versus Terminator. There's more justice-proving culture in that than in Ghostbusters, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Nothing, nothing in... Like, you didn't even let the black guy be in the game. Like, <laughs> there how is much no justice, justice in this culture. Has, yeah, there's no justice. This game sucks. Here's the thing. Ghostbusters, up until recently, had a horrible run of shitty, shitty, shitty games. The Game Boy real Ghostbusters game was, again, like... This has nothing to do with Ghostbusters. It was like Peter Venkman trapped in a sewer without a proton pack that worked. You could only destroy one block in front of you. Like, and then it was just like a, a blockbusting game. And it was just like, this game is called Ghostbusters, not Blockbusters. What is going on right now? <laughs> Horrible. Just horrendous games. Oh. So while we're still talking about Ghostbusters, this is a little quick sidetrack. Um, I bought a Ghostbusters animation cell, and it it's awesome. It's Egon holding the trap, and I couldn't figure out what episode it came from. And I put it out on social media like a year ago, and people were like, I'll check, I'll check, I'll check. A year has gone past, and suddenly, art of RGB, art of real Ghostbusters, at the art of RGB, suddenly just hit me up out of the blue and was like, Season 2, episode 43, Ghost Fight at the OK Corral, and he had found it. And he had remembered for a year what my cell looked like and what I was looking for and hit me up a year later. Um, I remember that episode, too. Yeah, right? Yeah, they go to this, like, Old West town and, like, fight Old Western ghosts. And it's as they're, it's in the last, like, few minutes of the episode, they're walking back to uh, the Ectomobile. Yeah, that's right. After they put away their laser streaming what, throwers. Yeah. <laughs> and he found the cell, and it is the one. I went and looked it up. So huge, huge shout out and huge thanks to at the art of RGB. And look him up because he sells original Ghostbuster art cells and like pieces from comic books, and, and he's just a big art collector for the real Ghostbusters. So look him up on Instagram. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. What else you got for the NES, man? Here's a cool game, okay? Okay. Now, this game, again, I remember playing this game. I remember it being, like, super cool, but not, like, the playability of it wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But reading about it, a lot of people, critics after the fact now, say it's an awesome game. It was called Werewolf, The Last Warrior, okay? What? The box was a yellow box. The cartridge had a yellow label. And it had a werewolf who literally had long scythe-like 
Grim Reaper claws on his hands instead of hands, and he's Is ripping. Is he a T one thousand, dude? Look yeah, at this like thing. just like that. Do you see it? He's ripping out, and you could see like microchips and shit behind him. So it looks like he's actually ripping through the cartridge. Werewolf, the last warrior. Here's here's the back of the box. Slam and video game action just busting out. It says. <laughs> <laughs> Busted out my pants it's, right now. It's got th- three pictures on the back. One says six levels of mazes and booby chaps protect Farion. Farion's mutated death slaves are there at every turn. Climb and claw your way to Farion's hideout. And there's this, that one's a bitching and everyone remembers this, this part of the game. There's a part where you're scaling the side of a building like fucking Spawn or Mega Man. It's been compared to as well. And it's this cool thing where you're just climbing on the right side and you see this whole like picturesque view behind you. It's an 8-bit, but it's awesome. Here's the summary. He's bad, rad, and extremely mad, hyphen, because to a werewolf, there's nothing like revenge. Fucking sold. I may buy this game again right now. The world's been destroyed by Dr. Farion, a twisted man-man possessed by an ancient spirit. Farion's henchmen rule. But one buff warrior has been granted magical powers of the wolf <laughs> and is now out to bust up Farion. And when werewolf finds him, the fur and fangs will fly. <laughs> awesome. Oh my God, what the fuck? And like, you're a man and at a certain point you can turn into a werewolf and the werewolf will get these big claws that will pop out. Um, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there's at some point you can get like become a super wolf where you get like even cooler looking you have like a big lion mane and you get more powerful and you can uh i think you get more powers like you could do more shit as this uber wolf but you could be a man a werewolf or i think a super wolf but either way even if the super wolf part is wrong i forget that part but it's so cool there's parts where you can scale with your claws and like like Go, instead of going hand over hand, like under a rope, you're stabbing into a pipe and walking on it. It's so freaking cool. It also, I believe the original thing came with a little comic book. I'm looking at a cover of a comic book that, holy shit, this thing looks amazing. It was Where, a cool whoa. ass game. He looks like he's fighting knights. That's kind of weird. Yeah, you fight all this weird shit. It was, I guess it was called Warwolf in other places. My favorite image here is the, it looks like the end of the game and it's the werewolf holding an american flag and like pumping his fist like fuck yeah brother yeah. like with Revenge the american in flag like blowing in the wind behind him that looks incredible this is ridiculous it's it was super fun why does he have claws what is going on with these like crazy megalon claws they're awesome that's what's going <laughs> on with it <laughs> i'm going to roll with it someone was oh like werewolves are really cool you know it'd be fucking cooler <laughs> if a werewolf had claws who was here to stop this game from not going this crazy? Here he is with the main. Wow. What? I I don't even know. Did you you you've played this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super cool, right? Unbelievable. I've never heard of this game. Fuck. Well, now that I saw it comes with a comic book, I may have to buy it because I want to buy the comic. I mean I want, want I want the comic because I think that would be super cool. You want the comic book, yeah. I hear but ya. the game is I mean, I don't think Amanda has that one, but like I said, we have a uh, we have a, an NES at our house, so so you might have to like track this thing down. But I bet it's going to be hard to find the the comic book. Pro- yeah, probably. But that's fucking cool. What else you got, man? Did you play a little game called Battletoads? Oh yeah, but I played it on the Super Nintendo. Battletoads was on NES too. Hell yeah, dude, dude! I, it's one of the most vivid video games 
I remember playing because I remember playing it. I remember loving it. I remember doing fairly well at it. And I remember getting it, renting it one summer. And I remember my parents brought us, there was like a, you know, a public pool nearby, a big prospect, prospect pool, I think it was called with a high diving board and everything. And that was like, if you got to fucking go there, your summer was made. And I remember being excited there and ready to go because I wanted to go home and play this game. Like, that's how cool this game was that, like, the high dive at Prospect Park could fuck off if it meant me playing this game. So, Battletoads, okay? The cover shows a Ninja Turtle-looking frog, three of them, beating the shit out of these punk rat, like, rat-looking guys with clubs. Amazing. Battletoads. On the back, it says, okay, Toads, let's get even. When the evil Dark Queen kidnaps both your best buddy and the best-looking girl this side of the Mazillion star cluster, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to cry? Hide? Call the star cops? No way! Because you're a Battletoad, and Battletoads don't cry, hide, or call for help. Battletoads get real mad, and then they get real even. (laughs) Wow. I have never heard such a description of toxic masculinity in my life. (laughs) It's not even done. So strap... (laughs) So strap on your blaster, which is funny because I don't think you use a blaster in the entire game. Power up the toadster and get on down to the Dark Queen's planet. And there, dude, there's like a thousand hyphens here. But watch, because this is all this all this whole thing. Literally, what I'm reading right now is almost all one sentence. But watch out, Toad. This lady's bad, and she's got a whole mess of really nasty surprises lined up for you. It like the Psycho Pigs, and Psycho is spelled P S Y K O. Psycho Pigs. The Mutant Rat Pack, Robomanus, and I'm sure it's Robomanus, but it's spelled anus with an M, <laughs> Robomanus, <laughs> and the Saturn Toad Trap, to name a few. But you're going to need you're, you're gonna need all your fighting skills to defeat her. The Battletoad Butt, which is, well, well, I'll tell about that. The Battletoad Butt, the Big Bad Boot, and Nuclear Knuckles. Hey, and don't forget, <laughs> it's like, hey, are you listening still? Hey. <laughs> And don't forget to take along the jet turbo and the space board and the speed bike. <laughs> wow, you guys uh, really loaded it on there. Period. Because you're going to need them all, Toad, if you're going to rescue your friends and get the frog out of there. And out of <laughs> is spelled with one T. Out of there with your green skin intact. So This is hysterical. Get, then the next part is hard to read because of the colors. But it says, let's get bad, let's get mad. Let's get rad and then get even for up to two players. It so, seems like their their lists always had one too many things in right, there. Right. It was like, slow down. I've, I mean, I'm already, like at this point now, I've read two chapters of this, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Right? <laughs> so when you played it, this the, the, the cool thing is they have the big bad boot, the battle toad butt, and the nuclear knuckles. In the first board, when you're punching guys, you eventually double fist them, hammer them into the ground. So only their head's sticking out. Yeah. Then if you hit the kick, the the fight button again, you do the big bad boot where your foot swings back to kick them, but it turns into a giant giant boot. boot. Yeah. And then you kick them off screen. And then that's a thing that you see later. It happens numerous times through numerous boards, just different visuals. Later, it's the battle toad butt where if you press double left, you run. And then if you hit a hit button, you your head turns into a giant ram's head and you hit them and they go flying off the screen. Um, you could do the same with your knuckles. There's a great board where you're on strings suspended going down like a hole. 
and if you go against one side, you turn into like a giant uh, like wrecking ball, and then yeah. you swing across and just hit everything in your path. This game was fucking awesome. Now, it, did the first game so like so? I don't know which one I played because I played one on the Super Nintendo, and the thing I remember most about this was this ultimately frustrating like speeder bike level. Yes, and that was on this as well. I believe it was like the third or fourth level where you're oh on God. a thing and you got to do jumps and it's a side scroller still but you have to hit the jumps correctly and like sometimes there's a bar like a, a like a barricade on the lower part and you need to go above it sometimes yeah. you need to jump them sometimes you need to go under them that was the hardest level i probably did not get past that and the hard thing about this game was if you double if you were playing with two players not only could you hit each other but if you died it impacted me. So if, it's not like you could die and I would finish the level. If you died or like or had a game over, we went back to a cut screen. So if I was doing good but you had a game over, you fucked me up. Oh my god. How that would make you like kill your friends. Yeah, I killed a couple. I killed uh Tommy Tommy Baller got killed with that. Um, I killed one of my sisters. I used to have two sisters. One sister sucked at <laughs> <in> Battletoads. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine like, you're like, I beat this game. Don't fuck it up. I beat this level. Don't you? Oh God damn it. And then you're back to the beginning. Then yeah. You Cause you like, played at the same time, like double dragon or whatever, but you could hit each other. And if you, if you died, it would respawn f- you there. But if you Why got, would it do that? Of, I don't know. Uh, it, it makes no sense. Oh my goodness, that's so dumb. It was super fucking cool. There were three battle toads. <laughs> Could you in in? I guess we should have a, a a super NES episode. But could you play three different ter, uh, three different toads in that? Because in this, yeah, you can only were, be two. There, there were three different toads. It was um, pimples, pimple, zit, and rash. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to remember pimples. Pimple was yeah. the big one. You could not play it as him in the Nintendo one. He was captured. Oh boo. Yeah, I remember that one because, I, like I said, I was not allowed to have an NES because of my nerd rage that I exhibited after playing video games for the first time. <laughs> um, I got super aggressive, Urgh. but I, I, I did a little mind uh, Jedi mind trick on my parents. I was like, "Hey, if I worked really hard and saved my money, could I buy something?" They were like, "Yeah, yeah," and it was like a learning experience to save stuff. And I, when I saved up a hundred bucks, I was like, "I'm buying a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo," and they were like. Oh, well, we made a deal. I guess we got to stick to it. So uh, I, we I, got tricked by our dumb fucking son. We'll get into that another time. It's a good thing we didn't name him Aaron Aaron. We named him Aaron Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm out of games, man. I You did way more because I, I did some SNES games, but I think we need to save that for another episode. So what's. Give, hit me with your last one. Hit yeah, well, me I was with like I said, shot. I was never a huge Nintendo kid, but I mean, I was never a huge video game guy. But Nintendo was the one. Well, Nintendo and Genesis, but but Genesis, I only had a handful. Uh, yeah. This next game, I don't remember how or where I first saw it. It's in the Ninja Turtles movie, the original Ninja Turtles movie. It is fucking amazing. It is called Narc. Did you ever play this? No. What is this? Narc. No one had the guts. Dot dot dot. Until now. Uh, Narc is a game, and this is on the back, Narc is a game that depicts the war on drugs and supports our belief that winners don't use drugs. What that translates to is two men in red and blue leather suits with motorcycle helmets on, machine guns and rocket launchers, destroying anyone that touches drugs. Blood everywhere, 
There were these homeless beggar people who would throw hypodermic needles at you. And it was, you could arrest people, but you didn't. It was easier and more fun to shoot them with machine guns. And then there were rocket launchers. If you shot someone with a rocket launcher, Rumi, they would blow up. This is 1990. Pieces of them would go flying, bones and everything. On the third level of the game, you get a red Porsche and you're on a bridge and you literally just drive back and forth shooting people and running them over. And if you run people over, the pieces go everywhere. It was shit. incredible. The, the box proclaims, you are max force. Your mission, bust Mr. Big, who turns out to be a giant head on like robot legs, like Mojo from the X-Men. Yeah, I'm bust, seeing a picture of that now. Bust Mr. Big and destroy his dreaded criminal empire. Seize all contraband, stolen money, illegal weapons. Because when you killed people, they dropped money or weapons or, or um, drugs, and you, you could seize them. Use <laughs> rocket bombs, high-powered machine guns, apprehend all suspects, and then in parentheses it should say, or just fucking blow them up. Protect the innocent <laughs> and punish the guilty. Stop at nothing. <clears throat> it was super fucking cool ridiculously violent. It was one of those those games where I was like, I hope my parents don't like watch me do this because I'm running people over and they're exploding. It was so fucking cool. This seems like the whole th- reason Nancy Reagan hated video games, like shit like this. It was This is insane looking, awesome. dude. These pictures, it's like, the sprites are terrible. You're fighting like 12 duplicates of the same person, but when you kill them, it's like blood and bones and like little pieces of them flying everywhere. It was which, so Which one fun. did you like playing? Were you a red guy or a blue guy? Uh, whatever player one was. I actually usually like playing player two because player two had a better color, I think. I liked, yeah, it's usually red. I liked red better. The costumes look like, I think it was from an old 80s horror action movie called The Exterminator, I think it was called, where it's just a guy in like a black visor. That's what this yeah. looks like. And I wasn't fucking arresting anybody. Dude. It's like playing, when you play cops and robbers, you don't fucking have trials. You shoot Th- whoever the perpetrator is. This looks like a joke game that would be in a movie if they were trying to show like hyper violent video games from the 80s. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. And it was This is ridiculous. It was the perfect time. It was before like bitchy moms knew to complain about shit. You know what I mean? They were like, <laughs> "Wait a minute. Why do they do it? Is he throwing a hypodermic needle at you?" That's how the bad guys would attack you. They'd throw giant hypodermic needles at you. And you were like, "Oh yeah? Machine gun." I'm just looking at this giant head with like a fedora and glasses on, like trying to kill you. This is crazy. I think as you shot him, the skin fell away and then it was like a muscle head or like a skeleton head. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Mr. Big. This is ridiculous, man. And that was an arcade game as well. You can get like a stand up arcade game. I think it was probably arcade first and then it came out. Amazing. It was cool as hell. That's a game that I got that I absolutely loved. Now, I know people are going to complain. You guys didn't talk about Castlevania. I know you didn't You didn't talk about this. You didn't talk about... There's a lot of games we missed. And we could keep going on this. But, like, these were the ones that, like, impacted us. I didn't have access to a lot of games, but I played a shit ton of Brian's See, house. See, I thought this... <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Shout out to Brian. Oh, God. Do you remember the, the power pads? It was like a blanket that you put, put down that floor. was like Dance Dance Revolution. You put it on the floor and you had to like play the Olympic, like yeah, they had an run. Olympics game. Yeah, Adam yeah. had that and it sucked. He sucked at it. I sucked at it. It was one of it those sucked. like, oh, this will be awesome. And they're like, I'm just running in house. Let's just go play outside. Those yeah. were the old days where you're like, let's just go play outside as opposed to this is boring. Let's put on a different video game. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't think that this episode would be as long as it is, but there's like 
there's plenty of funny shit to talk about, but um, oh my god, we got to start yeah. wrapping this up because I actually have a doctor's appointment. My uh, pill bottle's been pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Mario isn't on my HMO plan, so I unfortunately have to go to <laughs> Doctor Toad, which is much less fun. Oh. <laughs> that's like in a strip mall kind of Doctor Toad. Yeah, <laughs> and he Nurse takes Yoshi. cash only. And, and pants are pretty optional. <laughs> All right. Um, so you want to you want to do a countdown, Rumi? Let's do a countdown. Okay. All right. For our NES Pulp Culture Countdown, here we go, Rumi. At number five, we have Friday the 13th. Now, you're like, wait a second. You guys shit all over that game. This isn't like a best games. These were like impactful games in our lives. And this is something like as a kid, when you start playing the Friday the 13th game and you're like, Wait a fucking second. This is garbage. <laughs> That's exactly what I said, too. My mom was like, Matthew! <laughs> I did now, I did play a game, a Mickey Mouse game, in my, my Nintendo was in my basement, and one day it was going terrible, and I yelled out, fuck! And my mom went, Matt! She yelled, Matthew! And I said, I said duck! And my mom was like, what am I, fucking stupid? Like, and I remember, like, as it came out of my mouth, I was like, there's no way she's going to believe that. <laughs> How that soap tastes, Matt? Ducking gross. <laughs> <laughs> What's at number four, Matt? Number four is Ghostbusters. Great movie, pretty good sequel, great cartoon show, awesome toys, a oh, fucking ducking shit video game i mean just terrible it has nothing to do with ghostbusters terrible boring hard looks stupid oh and and you would think that like as ghostbuster fans if somebody's like you want to play a ghostbuster video game you're like fuck yeah i watched that thing for like three minutes it's like let's go outside and play <laughs> like no fucking way i think it's because the graphics looked bad and you couldn't see their nebulon packs isn't that what they were called <laughs> the nebulon packs which were attacked to the laser stream throwers <laughs> oh my god i love that you found all those boxes that's so <laughs> yeah, funny because I, I was i read one or two and i was like no this has got to be a thing we got to do the this fact that it's a thing like go read old video game boxes the backs and the instructions and the descriptions are hysterically I bad. I think the winner that's what we should have done the countdown on. I think the winner is your Jekyll and Hyde for that cuz that like oh. I want to play the game based on that. I was like, "All right, I'll give you a couple minutes." <laughs> Evil, good Jekyll or Hyde. <laughs> you didn't even make the list. Oh man, at well, number 3, we have Base Wars. Our favorite sports game that made even us indoor nerd kids like sports for a second. It was like just badass robots firing baseballs at each other. And then if you had like, if you wanted to contest a, a safe or an out, you got to fight it out like Street Fighter. It's like they took the two farthest ends of the extreme. What's the most boring sport in the world? American baseball. What's the coolest thing ever to watch? Robots fighting and put them together. To make a mediocre Nintendo game from the '90s, <laughs> <laughs> I loved that game. Uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. I would be way more interested in the sport if they took any one thing from that game and incorporated it into real life. I would watch the shit out of that. Then, <laughs> even if it was just humans who had Gizmo Duck wheels zipping yes. around, even if there's no fighting or gun cannons or any like cannon arms, Ooh. I would still watch it if it just had one wheel. Dude, 
You know how they have like the Special Olympics and they have guys with cheetah legs? I would so watch Special Olympics baseball if like guys had tank treads and cheetah legs and gizmo duck wheels and shit. <laughs> I feel like uh, if you went to Dr. Mario with that request, you could he, he might be able to, ah, I'll take this. <laughs> All I'm taking is a wheel and I'll put it on your legs. <laughs> He'd go, that's a spicy meatball. And then he'd break protocol and kiss his bloody gloves. And they'd be like, Dr. Mario, we keep telling you not to do that. I can't help it. I'm a stereotype. <laughs> He's like smoking in the emergency room. <laughs> I like how even when we're not talking about Dr. Mario, that shit comes up. Can you imagine? He's doing surgery and somebody's like, hey, when you're done with this brain surgery, Dr. Mario, uh, we got a toilet on the third floor that could really use an unclog. Yeah, would you mind? Or can you call your brother? <laughs> <laughs> Such a shitty game, but it is ripe for parody, that whole concept. Oh, my God. Um, well, he did not make it onto the... Well, Dr. Mario did not make it on the list, but I'll tell you who did. Rash, Zitz, and Pimple, the Battletoads. That game was cool as fuck cool enough to make me leave prospect park battletoads uh number two on the list i think that's a super strong super strong uh entry there and uh only beaten by one game Rumi, what do we got number one we have the og the original the game that the first time i saw it i was like i can do something else other than watch my tv what wait a it- minute i could be a plumber who jumps on shit <laughs> Fucking Mario, right off the bat, this game was a classic. It still is. It's amazing to every now and then hop back in to into the Mario world and uh, be told by a little toadstool head that the princess is in another goddamn castle. <laughs> That's right. I forgot what a cock tease that first game was. Yeah, such a it's pain like, nice in the job. Ass. And you're like, woo, I did. Oh. Oh. And you're like, wait, how many of these castles are going to be? <laughs> how about you just tell me what castle it is? I'll go right to it. I'll go right. <laughs> I'll go right now. Find that warp. That's our uh, top five countdown for at least most memorable games. You won't say best Nintendo games, but most no, memorable. There's, there's there's so many, and I'm sure there's. I mean, there's lots of them that were really good, really good <laughs> games, and I'm sure we can get into some of that at another time. But these were the ones that, like, right off the top of our heads, these are the things that I remember playing the shit out of as a kid. And this is actually a little uh, a little rocketeer fact. This is actually the second time we've recorded this episode. This is an episode that we recorded. Actually, we recorded a good episode, a good Nintendo and bad Nintendo, way back in the day. Way and we back just in the never day. Never got yeah. to releasing it, and we said, you know what? Let's go back. We're not even going to blow the dust off that one and bring it back. And part of it is because my friend Carrie keeps asking when we're releasing a Nintendo episode. So Carrie. Yeah. You're welcome. You're probably not going to hear this for another two months after we record it, but (laughs) (laughs) at least I can tell you now we've recorded another Nintendo episode (laughs) that you haven't heard yet. We have a few vault ones that never made it, and it's just because, like, the audio quality didn't work or, like, you know, sometimes we're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to be like, oh, we're just so fucking cool. We recorded too much shit too fast, and it was like we had to put so much good shit out there first, (laughs) like so much amazing shit that the good shit couldn't even get out yet. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> you ready to blast this thing off, Rumi? <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man. All right. Awesome. Guys, you can follow us. 
on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Launchpad Pod and on our website, launchpadpod.com. Keep looking out for that Destroyer comics. We got those dropping. They are so much fun. We're having a great time reading those. Big shout out to Steve Prince for writing them. And uh, yeah, we got those happening. We got another great episode coming up next week. We'll have some What Have You Been Watchings in the future. Guys, thanks for keeping up with us. We're the Rocketeers, and we're out. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three.